If you're looking for an in-depth, detailed, academic analysis of the past, devoid of any comedy or entertainment value presented by an educated historian with a PhD, this isn't the show for you. Hi, I'm Tawny Plattis, a professional voiceover actor who gives a very casual, very Southern Californian, and hopefully very comedic retelling of the sexy, scandalous, and salacious stories from history your teacher probably left out on my podcast, The Dirty Bits. Catch the show on tawnyvoice.com or anywhere podcasts are found. Chat soon, lovebug. The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song debate from yesterday and today the Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way. Spreading the love, spreading the joy with the music we play. The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day. All the way from England to the USA. The great song debate from yesterday and today. The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way. Spreading the love. Spreading the joy with the music we play. You know, along those lines, it seems like some artists are just meant to always be solo. They'll always be successful on their own. And the example I'd like to give there is Robert Palmer. You know, you go through the 70s and he's really good. He has these hits in the 80s and particularly in the pop space with the album Riptide and that Simply Irresistible song. to go into the side and do the Power Station project with members of Duran Duran. That's right, and they had some good hits with that too. But my mind's just gone blank because I think of that video that he did with the ladies. With the women dance. Yeah, that's the Simply Irresistible. Everybody thinks of that. That's become a staple of the 80s, yeah. How could you not? What a, <laughs> what a fantastic video production. There was nothing wrong with that. But in the meantime, let's see. Let me go ahead and give you an example of one of his early hits, Bad Case of Loving You. Oh, yes. Fantastic, man. I love it. Awesome. Fantastic. All right, you finished? Are you going to try and jump in and take another one before it, it's my turn? I'm not going to let you do I that. I suppose I'll allow you to have a turn. You know, 
One of my favorite all-time bands is the Eagles. And individually, all brilliant in their own way. Oh no, he took one of the good ones. Of course. And <laughs> to take a drummer like Don Henley that had a fantastic voice and how difficult, you know, just like Genesis and Phil Collins to sing as fantastic as they can. Maybe it's different when you record an album because they might do it separately, the vocals, which they mm -hmm. can. But when you're performing live, that has got to play some wear and tear because that's physically straining. Yeah, being a drummer is physically exhausting and singing at the same time without sounding like you're driving over a bumpy road. How in the heck do you do that? <laughs> you just completely disconnect your upper body from your lower and let your head just kind of bobble around so it doesn't sound so choppy. Oh, but who wouldn't want to be as coordinated as those guys oh, to yeah. play the drums and sing a song? Some people have a hard time just playing drums without singing, but to do both. And um, he he developed his own style again, which every successful solo artist, when they leave a band, does, you know? Um, we don't even have to discuss the, the, the magnitude of the Eagles. It's what they've had, and is probably in the top five all-time American bands ever to come out of America. Uh, and I'm sure people worldwide will definitely agree with me. But um, how about if we play, I, I love the Boys of Summer. That is a really good one. Play a little bit of this, people. because Building the Perfect Beast was a good solo song, album, and then The End of the Innocence was also huge. And I want to point that one out because there's an odd couple in there. When he does the song I Will Not Go Quietly, which was actually a radio hit, it's not as big as The Last Worthless Evening, but in that when he's singing, he's got a backup vocalist under him, and that vocalist is Axl Rose. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can barely hear it underneath it, and you can hear his voice. It's pretty prominent. There's really only one Axl Rose. That's true. He does have a unique voice. And it makes Mr. such Axel. an interesting compliment to Henley's otherwise pretty smooth singing.
Yeah, Henley was, I think, kind of rusty in his voice too. Kind of like a bit like a Rod Stewart type thing. Sometimes, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. but don't forget, the Eagles had another soloist too. Joe Walsh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh for president. He did solo albums too. But he goes right. into hotels and tears out the walls, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> what a brilliant... No offense, Joe, you're, you're an incredible talent, but what a madman. But he, he reflected that. He does 185. He lost his license, so now he don't drive. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's one of my picks. Don, Don Henley, absolutely brilliant. But, you know, like we said, when you go solo from a band, that style, all those members, everything changes totally because you've got to find another style and you've got to make all these other musicians perform and sound the way that you want them to sound. Unlike telling your bandmates and your friends to do the same thing when you were in the old band. You're starting fresh. It's just like going out probably on a new career totally and jumping in the dark. I mean, they have visions of it and they know what songs and they know what style, but that's one thing knowing it but it's another thing, putting it all together and making it into a hit. That's a really good point, yeah, because if you look at Montrose and Bad Motor Scooter and then you look at I Can't Drive 55, well, okay, so they both involve motor vehicles, but that's where the resemblance ends. They're, they're two entirely different hard rock and powerful songs. Sven the Fisherman Sells the seven seas to catch the finest fish release Sven the Fisherman Sells the seven seas to catch the finest fish release Sven the Fisherman Hey, that's my salmon. I saw it first. No, it isn't. It's my salmon. You always want the biggest fish, you yanks. That's not true. Give it to me. Hey, hey, hey stop hey. fighting. Fight over the music, but don't fight over the salmon. There's plenty of salmon to go around. That's why I sail the seven seas to find the finest fish for thee. It's Sven, the fisherman! Hello, lads. I'm Angus. Sven sent me. This month is all about the Scottish. Farm-raised Scottish salmon does more swimming than Norwegian does, so it's a bit less fatty. We use it in our Biltmore brand Scottish long-sliced salmon and our whiskey and honey smoked salmon. Delicious! Seven Sea Salmon is tender and delicious, packed with wonderful flavors and spices for each unique fish. Available at your local grocery store, ready to use Spend and enjoy. Convenient, simple, and the main ingredient, deliciousness. That's why I sail the Seven Seas to catch the finest fish for the Oh yeah, but it, it's like 
all she wants to do is dance another classic from don henley yep. and you know like you know we just played a little bit of uh, sunset grill if you compare that sound with the eagles you really can't because it's so different. No, I could I could not imagine the Eagles wanting to get behind that wild sound that Henley puts together for the instrumentals. It's um gosh, I can't even think of the combination. It's like sounds like a harmonica and some sort of synthesized um way low tuned guitar and all of that. It's it's really strange. Yeah, he, he banged out the hits, Tom. The closest to, to that is the Life's Been Good to Me So Far song by Paul, <laughs> where he's got all those weird little electronic boinging noises going on. In the That's why right. I, I just love that song because it's just so real. And to finish off with Don, he seems like such a wonderful guy too. Uh, he's done like great causes for, you know, he's got involved with environment and helping the environment. And uh, that's almost a whole different episode altogether. We yeah, talk it is. About artists who then turned their, turned their work towards other causes. But good causes. And that's what you and I are all about, buddy. Yep. All right. So. Who else has changed the world from leaving a great successful band and becoming a great successful solo artist? Well, it's been interesting because if you look at the Allman Brothers, they have a really wonderful sound. And of course, poor Dwayne died in a motorcycle wreck and they had to kind of pick up after that. But then Greg Allman, just who was pretty much the other Allman brother, he decided to go off on his own and had a successful career where he took that same music, but he took it in a softer and more soulful direction. But the funny thing about that is, from what I gather, he was also kind of the the tempest of chaos within the middle of the band. For example, did you know that Greg Allman married Cher? No. Twice? No, get out Not of here. Not once, but twice. Yes. This was after Sonny. Well... Yeah, 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 I thought it, so. It kind of had to be. <laughs> this was not a Layla situation with George Harrison and Eric Clapton. <laughs> but yeah, he went solo. Dickie Betts also went solo, and they did pretty well. All right. Any songs that you'd like to play a little bit for the audience? Yeah, you know what? Just for fun, I'd like to go ahead and do an instrumental, even if we've done an instrumentals episode. And I'd like to pull up the song that they used for the theme from Top Gear, which I think the Top Gear thing was actually a remix of that song. It was just slightly rearranged and had some more stuff woven into it. Yeah, but Let's go ahead and play the original. Hey, that fits. Just because you go solo, don't mean to say that you sing. You can play instrumentals too. Yeah, exactly. So the song by the Allman Brothers Band is called Jessica.
it's actually a seven minute long instrumental and it was just a really neat song it i never got tired of it hearing it on the radio all right probably my last pick i want to share with the audience and i know the audience can come up with a lot of different bands uh that we haven't even talked about where they've gone so there was just sharing what we think are the most successful and uh to show and hopefully you you love all what yeah, we're sharing with you. if we miss one, tell us, because we'd love to hear your take as well. You start digging into these things, and you find so many more, and eventually we have to limit ourselves so we don't do this for a day and a half. But we still love to hear everybody else's take of you know this or that solo artist. Tell us your favorites. But go on. What were you going to share with us? Well, I was going to share uh, uh, probably the number one band in the world uh, for quite a few years, uh, the police. Ah, yes. And did Sting get knighted? If he didn't, I think he deserves to be what he's done out there for the world. What would they do? Would he be Sir Sting or Sir Gordon of Sumner? That's right. That's his real name. But, you know, everybody knows him as Sting. Um, but, you know, to step on stage, you know, after, well, I think he came to that decision at Shea, Shea Stadium when they played uh, with the Soul Out Cloud, at the height of his career, he decided, I don't want the police anymore. I want to do my own thing, and I'm going to do it. And, you know, he, he launched uh, Dream of the Blue Turtles. And, you know, I think he's always been a fan of jazz, because if you listen to that album, yeah, let's just hear a little bit of the title track here. Right, can't you tell that it's it's got a lot of jazz influence, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's the interesting thing about The Police is their career just kept exponentially increasing. One album after another was increasingly great. And then Ghost in the Machine and then Synchronicity, their swan song, was phenomenal. I can't imagine what they would have done if they'd stayed together after that. But I definitely know that The Dream of the Blue Turtles was not synchronicity by any stretch. It was an entirely different direction. And look how far Sting has taken that for years. Oh, yeah. And the look at the classic albums, not only in The Police, but when he ventured into his uh, solo career, you know? Ten Sumner songs, Soul Cages. Mm -hmm. I mean, the list just goes on. And, um, and that huge, was Bring on the Night, was that a live one? Yeah. Album. I, yes, it yeah. was, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think probably just as hard to release your first solo album after that magnitude of success, but to perform live with all these different musicians and this different music and to get the feedback from the audience. Mm -hmm. And I think his live, his first live concert, after the police and his intro to uh, Dream of the Blue Turtles was in Paris, France. Oh. And he did need his brown pants on, I think. 
my. So because are you I went, it did go well or it didn't? No, it went. It was a hit from the beginning and, oh, wow. and carried on. But he does a lot of uh, bio stuff, Sting, of his life, you know, just like in The Police and um, just his life in general. You know, he's raised, uh, born and raised in uh, Newcastle upon Tyne, which is very much like Manchester, where I'm from. A uh, big industrial city, dark, gloomy, cloudy. Watch so the like ships come in. New Jersey, that is exactly right. Is yeah. the New Jersey of England? Yeah. Or is it the Pittsburgh of New England? <laughs> like, well, I tell you, every time I go to Pittsburgh, even though they drive on the other side of the road, it reminds me so much of Manchester. <laughs> Everything's black and white and dark. Um, but uh, if you ever lose your faith in me, there's my intro for the song again. Ah, well, there you go. I remember that one. That was a huge hit. All right, let's come. Let's play a little, little tiddly bit of that. But uh, other, other albums I'd like to recommend, Mercury Fallen, and just so many. And also a great actor, too. Well, that's, I got to admit, that's really hard to top, but I only have one more myself. And I think I've saved the biggest for last, and I think it will equal, if not top, Sting. I'd like to point out, because this particular performer has been on some recent episodes of our show... That after the Jackson 5, every one of those Jacksons tried their hand at solo with different degrees of success, but no one will ever forget how Michael Jackson took the world by storm. As a little boy with a powerful, dynamic voice, and then stepping out on his own with all those other solo albums. some of the biggest rock albums of all time. great direction and you know producers like Quincy Jones yep. and other people and I must admit probably uh, in the top three with Elvis 
performers and solo artists of all time, man. And he's unafraid to do rock or pop or soul. You've got stuff with heavy guitar in it, like Beat It. You've got the sweet pop of The the Girl Is Mine with Paul McCartney. I'm uh, sorry, with Sir Paul McCartney. Because the doggone girl is mine. She's mine. She's mine. No, 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 she's mine. The girl is mine. The girl is mine. And then you have um, all this other stuff that he's done on his own that's completely unique, Billie Jean. She told me her name was Billie Jean as she caused a scene. Then heavy hair turned with the eyes to dream of being the one. Who would dance on the floor and around? Yeah. So to the audience, what I'd like to suggest is all those favorite bands that you love and you keep on playing, you know, make sure you go into when the, the lead singer left the band and went solo, because sometimes you get stuck in your favorite bands and you don't take it that step further. Hey, Robert Plant, you talked about Robert Plant and... Led Zeppelin. Yeah, we've and, talked about that before. He had a huge successful career. I mean, Led Zeppelin was no more by that time, but still, he did some amazing stuff without trying to sound like Led Zeppelin. Not to, not everybody is successful, which we haven't talked about a lot. I know you, you know, you kind of skimmed through it with. Um, what? Uh, the non-successful bands. Oh, you mean like them. when Kiss did four solo albums and they just kind of people, one? People yeah. like that. It's not. It's not always the case for everybody. And you know, take for instance Mick Jagger and the Stones. Mick yeah. Jagger. And, you know, if you look at his uniqueness and his dancing, his singing ability, and like, you think it would be a, a no-brainer that he would be a massive hit going solo. But uh, I don't think it worked out quite as well as what some of the other solo artists were talking about, too. Something Not tells me that slightly after Mick Jagger went solo, the Rolling Stones reached out and said, OK, it's time to come home. Oh, yeah. Well, You've been Keith, out for a while. It's time to come back where you belong. Well, Keith, <laughs> Keith did a, a solo album too, I think. I don't know. I didn't listen to it. Did you? No. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't. It's not that I dislike anything. I, I always admire someone's ambition. It's just 
Some things just don't reach out and grab me and make me want to. But while we're on that subject, I am actually a fan of Robert Plant solo. So do you have a Robert Plant solo song you'd like for us to play? Come with me. What's, how's it? Oh my gosh, the Honey Drippers. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> that, right, that was the original ones that did that. So what he's getting at, which has been featured on another episode of ours, was Robert Plant's doing the song Sea of Love with his project called The Honey Drippers. Beautiful song. That's a good one. And honestly, that's everything I've got because Michael Jackson was a legend and the other Jacksons did try. They never really hit the charts as hard. Jermaine probably came the closest. Yeah. So many Jacksons. And any solo artists now that have been in big bands, of course, male or female, we talk about talent here, so it doesn't matter about different genders. We would like to listen, but in honor of all those solo artists that have leaped out of their huge success in the band and has taken it and made it their own and has just changed our lives with the music. And that takes a lot of, you know, what's, can I say that? But even if you don't have it. depends on which what's you're talking about. Courage? Stones? Not like (laughs) that. Come home now, Mick. You've had your fun. No, it takes a lot of, you know, yes, (laughs) and a lot of guts and a lot of effort and to jump in blindly. And to all you wonderful solo artists, thank you so much for all the inspiration uh, for your solo careers and what you've shared. Being willing to step out and try something new, that takes courage, yes. Unbelievable. Great. I love it, man. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed the show as much as we have, because, of course, we enjoy sharing all our facts and info and our banter up and down towards you. And hopefully you've had fun listening to us. And And hopefully you like the American stuff a whole lot more. Don't listen to him. I think that's probably your favorite is the American rock and roll and how cool it is. You know what Yanks are full of, and it's not always... (laughs) All that stuff. So keep on listening to this. Look, from the slimy and the skank. Oh, oh, no, no, no. What what are we called? Oh, it's Yankee and the Lime. All right. (laughs) I don't know if I want to. I like Limey better because it sounds a bit more sleazier. And from. The man likes sleazy. (laughs) To all you wonderful listeners. Thank you so much for listening to our programs. We've got some great ammunition we fired up for this year and some new topics that we're totally excited about. But we're not going to let the cat out of the bag. And we're going to say, from the limey... And the yank. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. Bye. Tra. Hey, kids. Time to go for now. We are all about the listeners and what you want. 
and we know what you want. British music, because we are the best. Don't listen to that mad mank. We invented rock. We make it all better. Please join us next time for more exciting music, trivia, and fun on the The Liney and the Yank Podcast. Podcast.